హలో అండ్ వెల్కమ్ టు ది ఆర్పికల్స్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ సెషన్స్ దిస్ ఈస్ సీజన్ వన్ అండ్ వీఆర్ నౌ గోయింగ్ ఇన్ టు ద థర్డ్ స్టోరీ ఫ్రమ్ ద ఫోక్ టేల్స్ ఆఫ్ బెంగాల్ ది ఇంటిజెంట్ బ్రాహ్మన్ దిస్ వాజ్ ఎ బ్రాహ్మన్ హూ హెడ్ ఎ వైఫ్ అండ్ ఫోర్ చిల్డ్రన్ హీ వాజ్ వెరీ పూర్ విత్ నో రిసోర్సెస్ ఇన్ ద వర్ల్డ్ he lived chiefly on the benefactions of the rich his gains were considerable when marriages were celebrated or funeral ceremonies were performed but as his parishioners did not marry every day neither did they die every day he found it difficult to make the two ends meet his wife often rebuked him for his inability to give her adequate support and his children often went about naked and hungry but though poor he was a good man he was diligent in his devotions and there was not a single day in his life in which he did not say his prayers at stated hours his tutelary deity was the goddess durga the consort of lord shiva the creative energy of the universe on no day did he either drink water or taste food till he had written in red ink the name of durga at least 108 times while throughout the day he incessantly uttered the ejaculation o durga o durga o durga have mercy upon me whenever he felt anxious he on account of his poverty and his inability to support his wife and children he groaned out durga 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 one day being very sad he went to a forest many miles distant from the village in which he lived and indulging his grief wept bitter tears he prayed in the following manner o durga Oh mother bhagavati wilt thou not make an end of my misery were i alone in the world i should not have been so sad on account of poverty but thou hast given me a wife and children give me mother the means to support them it so happened that on that day and at that very spot the god shiva and his wife durga were taking their morning walk the goddess Durga on seeing the Brahmin at a distance said to her divine husband O lord of Kailash do you see that Brahmin he is always taking my name on his lips and offering the prayer that I should deliver him out of his troubles can we not my lord do something for the poor Brahmin oppressed as he is with the cares of a growing family we should give him enough to make him comfortable as the poor man and his family have never had enough to eat i propose that you give him a handi a handi incidentally is an earthen pot which should yield him an inexhaustible supply of murki murkis are fried paddy boiled dry in a trickle or sugar the lord of kailash readily agreed to the proposal of his divine consort and by his decree created on the spot a handi possessing the required quality durga then calling the brahman to her 
said, O Brahmin, I have often thought of your pitiable case. Your repeated prayers have at last moved my compassion. Here is a handi for you. When you turn it upside down and shake it, it will pour down a never-ceasing shower of the finest murki, which will not end till you restore the handi to its proper position. Yourself, your wife and your children can eat as much murki as you like and you can also sell as much as you like. The Brahmin delighted beyond measure at obtaining so inestimable a treasure made obscenes to the goddess and taking the handi in his hand proceeded towards his house as fast as his legs could carry him. But he had not gone many yards when he thought of testing the efficacy of the wonderful vessel. Accordingly, he turned the handi upside down and shook it when, lo and behold, a quantity of the finest murki that he had ever seen fell to the ground. He tied the sweetmeat in its sheet and walked on. It was now noon and the Brahmin was hungry, but he could not eat without his ablutions and the prayers. As he saw in the way an inn and not far from it a tank, he goes to halt there that he might bathe, say his prayers and then eat the much desired murki. The Brahmin sat at the innkeeper's shop, put the handi near him, smoked tobacco, besmeared his body with mustard oil and before proceeding to bathe in the adjacent tank, gave the handi in charge to the innkeeper, begging him again and again to take especial care of it. When the Brahmin went to his bath and his devotions, the innkeeper thought it strange that he should be so careful as to the safety of his earthen vessel. There must be something valuable in the handi, he thought. Otherwise, why should the Brahmin take so much thought about it? His curiosity being excited, he opened the handi and to his surprise found that it contained nothing. What can be the meaning of this? Thought the innkeeper within himself. Why should the Brahmin care so much for an empty handi? He took up the vessel and began to examine it carefully. And when, in the course of examination, he turned the handi upside down, a quantity of the finest murki fell from it and went on falling without intermission. The innkeeper called his wife and children to witness this unexpected stroke of good fortune. The showers of the sugared fried paddy were so copious that they filled all the vessels and jars of the innkeeper. He resolved to appropriate to himself this precious handi and accordingly put in its place another handi of the same size and make. The ablutions and the devotions of the Brahmin being now over, he came to the shop in wet clothes. He wrote on a sheet of paper the name of Durga 108 times in red ink, after which he broke his fast on the murki his handi had already given him. 
thus refreshed and being about to resume his journey homewards, he called for his handi, which the innkeeper delivered to him, adding, There, sir, is your handi. It is just where you put it. No one has touched it. The Brahmin, without suspecting anything, took up the handi and proceeded on himself. The Brahmin proceeded homewards without realizing that he was given an identical looking handi as the innkeeper had retained the best one. On reaching home, he thought he was going to surprise his family by showing off the magic handi and the murkis, but no matter what all he tried to do with the handi, shake it, turned it upside down many a times, nothing fell. His wife and children were naturally disturbed with him while the Brahmin realized that he had been duped by the innkeeper. Next day, he went back to the same spot where he had met Shiva and Durga and recounted his experience. This time, he was gifted with another handi and was told to look after it properly. Brahmin thanked them profusely and started going towards his home. On the way, he wanted to check the handi, in fact, thinking that this time it would produce delicious sandesh. But when he upturned it and shook it, an army of devils, giants of gigantic proportions started coming out of the handi and in no time started beating up the Brahmin with blows and fists. The Brahmin had the quick sense of turning the handi back and the demons went back. He realized that this was given to him by Durga to teach the innkeeper a lesson. He again went back to that inn and once again requested the innkeeper to look after the handi while he went for his bath and his prayers. The innkeeper, greedy that he was, thought this was another handi full of sandesh or murkis and asked his family to gather around him and turning the earthen pot upside down, he shook it. What happened? In seconds, the demons landed and started beating up the innkeeper and his family, almost destroying his house. And if the Brahmin had not arrived on time, they would have probably killed the innkeeper and his family. The demons were sent back by turning the handi in the normal position and the innkeeper returned the original handi of Murkis and after forgiving the innkeeper, the Brahmin reached home and this time really let his family feast on the handi, on the Murkis. In no time, the family prospered as the Brahmin opened up a Mithai shop and no one in the land could sell better murkis than him. After all, they were magic murkis and produced any number by just shaking. Well, our story keeps going. The handis were kept at a safe place in the house and the Brahmin had told his family not to touch any of them. But one day, the children of the Brahmin wanted to shake it themselves and in the process picked up the handi of Murki and behind closed doors he started shaking the handi 
and in the process the hanbi crashed and broke the fortune was all gone well instead of thrashing the children which would not have given him back the hanbi the brahmin went forth to the same spot in the forest to meet durga and shiva they were very kind and gave him a fresh hanbi but was warned that this was the last time such a gift was being given to them and that he should take good care of it and look after it on the way back the brahmin checked out the hanbi and guess what he found he found it to be full of exquisite sandesh back home he was back in business what with people from other lands coming to buy his sandesh this time he was back to fame and riches now the final twist of the story the zamindar of the land was getting his son married off and accordingly a great feast was planned he was aware that the brahmin had a blessed handi and asked him to carry the handi to the feast so that he could serve his delicious world famous sandesh to his guests the brahmin was not very really open to the idea of carting the handi but since the zamindar insisted he agreed to carry it with him at the feast thousands were fed with his sandesh but when the feast was over the zamindar snatched the handi beat up the brahmin and sent him away insulted the brahmin returned home and this time picked up the devil's handi and carried it back to the zamindar's palace on reaching he upturned it and started shaking the handi and the demon started coming out by the hundreds beating up the palace staff and in particular the royal family the queen too was beaten black and blue and the palace was destroyed the zamindar sought forgiveness from the brahmin returned the handi of sandesh and the demons were marched back into the handi the brahmin and his family lived in peace and prosperity thereafter <laughs>